Welcome to one more edition. One more. One more day. You know, that kind of stuff. Okay, one more edition of Old Titans. I got weird looks. I don't know. I'm in musical episode <laughs> mode right now, but... Old Titans are here again, sort of. I guess I'm kind episode of Episode 17, here. I believe? No. What? No. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Episode 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16, that yes. That's crazy. Yes, All Apes All the Time, Podcast of the Apes, whatever you want to call it, was the last episode, which is 15. And the only reason I know that is because I didn't upload it till yesterday, a week late, because I forgot my recording studio sitting on my desk. You had one job. I had, well, yeah, I had again, multiple I jobs. Like he has the majority <laughs> of the jobs. But that's okay. So this is John Paul. B-Man. James. And Matt. And if you don't recognize James, that's because he's a brand new guest to the show. Took Nick's spot today. Yeah. Long time listener, first time guest. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So, as usual, we're going to start off with a B-Man question of the week. If you were having a bunch of friends come over to your house and had that one go-to game that you know everybody will like, play, enjoy, whatever it is, what game is that? Board game, card game, video game? Any game. Any game. Any game whatsoever. Yes. Well, you know my answer. You know what my answer is going to be, only because it's what our go-to game always is. Every single time. Because chances are, it's usually me. It's um, Red Dragon Inn for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's fun. Is it the greatest game in the world? Probably not. Why can I say that? Because I haven't played every game in the world. So I can pretty much guess it's probably not the greatest in the world. But it's fun, easy to pick up, get moving. What, 20 minutes? If that, yeah. If that. Um, nice icebreaker at the beginning of the game or beginning of the night. A lot of humor involved. Yeah, and doesn't require any prep. Right. Um, even somebody who's never played it. Like, if y'all never played the game and we sat down to play it right now and the cards were sitting in front of us, right. five minutes from now you'd be experts of the game. Within, okay. I mean, there's, there's always little bitty nuances and strategies later on you pick up, but not that many. It's pretty much... Play the cards and have fun and make fun of each other while doing it. I, I love the game. I mean, I played it. We played it a hundred times. Yeah. And only one fight so far between your wife and I. I was surprised by that. We didn't break under, actually <clears throat> fist fight because she'd probably win. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Could be. But uh, you know, it, it's just a lot of fun. It's gets people on the you kind of want to kind of attack your own friend type game. I love it. Personally, I, I had a choice be poker, but unfortunately, not everybody would play poker. I thought about saying poker, I so did. I had to go that direction. But again, not everybody likes it. So, Red Dragon Inn for me. Red Dragon Inn. That's two Red Dragon Inns. Yes. All right. For a small group, I'd have to go with uh, maybe Small World. That's a that's a great gateway drug <laughs> board game uh, when you're trying to you know get friends to hang out and you know do something besides play video games. Now, do you have to all sit around singing the song? No. no. It's I mean, it a happens regardless. Really? No, no, it actually it, never happens. It's a, it's a good game, good, good strategy. It's got an element of luck in it. I assume it has nothing to do with Disney. No. Okay. And, uh, you know, just enough betrayal in it to uh, make it worth doing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's another one. We've played Small World yeah. a bunch of times together. That's another mm-hmm. one where you can sit down, never having played before, five, ten minutes, and you got your head wrapped around it. So it's a perfect one for new people to a group to. Very cool. So um, are you are you copying him? Or? No, absolutely okay. not. That's so the only person who copies around here is B-Man. Okay, got it. Um, My question. Mine is a little more limiting because it is a video game, so it's you can only fit four people. But I don't have any more friends than that, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, but I would say Rocket League. Uh, and if you're unfamiliar with Rocket League, it's a game where you play soccer with cars with rockets on them. 
So, that sounds really unsafe. Yeah, it's so unsafe. <laughs> it does. So you like swerve and kick the ball. Yeah, you swerve, kick the ball. You'll you know you catch a high kick. You'll use your rocket to get up there to it, and it's basically soccer, like I said, with um, cars that have rockets on them. And it's a PlayStation Four game. It's on all kind of platforms now, but it's oh man, it's fun. It's I awesome. played it. I'm terrible at it. And that's I'm the really thing, is most people are, so it's like, you're fine. <laughs> it's, and what was the name of it again? Rocket League. Rocket League. Rocket okay. League. It is well, worth checking out, I will say that. Well, I'm going to use that as a segue into the news for this week. Right. Not a news item I actually planned for, but just because you mentioned that, something in case you haven't seen it, uh, the trailer, there's several trailers hit this week, the latest Wonder Woman trailer, um, Baby Driver, Atomic Blonde, a whole bunch of them. Not getting to talk about all the different trailers right now. But if you have not seen the trailer for Baby Driver, this is Edgar Wright's new movie. Um, he, the main character's name is Baby. It's a guy whose name is Baby. Go figure. That's fine. Anyway, he is a driver. Therefore, the title, Baby Driver. Hey, you know, this very creative title. It an actual baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, voiced by Alec Baldwin, even. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> Was that um, Boss Baby or whatever it is? Something like that. that. Um, So this is not a sequel to that. No, 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 no. it's not a sequel. Anyway, the the clips from the trailer shows him driving in all kinds of wonderful, fantastic, fun ways. He's a driver for mob, mobsters, and people like that. Um, One of his driving maneuvers was sliding to a parking lot, you know, turning the wheel real quick, spinning the car, hitting a uh, cart, sending the cart flying at other people. So, when you were talking about this, that was immediately what I pictured was like Baby Driver. Live action Rocket League. Got it. Yeah. I'm all over it. So, if, if you liked Eddie Wright's other movies, um, Shaun of the Dead, um, Hot Fuzz, World's End, and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Which is great, by the way. Which is fantastic. And it should have included Ant Man. Ant Man should have been included he in that backed list. Away. Yeah. Well,. He backed away. Disney pushed him away. They couldn't come to agreement, and he had enough money. He said, "You know, I don't need you." One of those above <clears throat> reasons. Um, I will say, as stupid as Marvel was, DC was just as stupid because that's when they should have grabbed him to start doing something like a Plastic Man movie. I mean, think about Edgar Wright doing a Plastic Man movie, or a Blue Beetle Booster Gold movie, or one of those kind of things. Somehow, I knew you bring DC comics. I had to. I, 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 I don't know why I knew this. All right, so. Into the news. That wasn't news. That wasn't. That was. That was some news. Are you gonna make the sound effect um, again? Yeah. No, I'm not gonna make the sound effect. Do you want to make the sound effect? No, I'm good. Okay. No. Oh, we're good. There we go. We have a sound effect. You're welcome. If you have new sound effects that you want to add in, feel free. They like to make fun of mine. All right. So Warner Brothers is looking to reboot the Matrix. Personally, I think this is one of those dumb ideas to be like rebooting Jaws. You know, just why? I don't think you can capture the flame again. You, you really can't. I mean, the how often does the I mean the original Matrix it came in and its iconic uh, bullet time thing that they did. Yeah, you're gonna have to come up with something as cool as that was when it first happened to even get people's attention. Right. And you know how often do those things come along? Yeah, and this will not involve the Wachowskis. Um, can't remember their names, and they've changed their names as they changed their genders, and so I don't remember their names other than the last. So it will not include them. Will not include Keanu Reeves. They're potentially looking at Michael B. Jordan as the main role. And I think maybe this is just Warner Brothers in Hollywood trying to find a spot for him as a leading man. He's a great actor, actually. Oh, he's not I'm bad. Of him. But he keeps like ending up in. They haven't utilized you know, him well. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, he was awesome in 
Creed, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, Fantastic um, Four? No, no, I said he was awesome in uh, Creed. Uh, well, he, I mean, he was good in Fantastic Four. It wasn't a good movie. Was he, though? He was good, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's fine. He was in Chronicle. I, think the, I liked him pretty well there, too. I liked him Chronicle. I, I never saw Chronicle. I think the important thing to take away from this is that not only can you not reboot The Matrix, but it doesn't deserve a reboot. Because it only one of three movies is good. That's a 33, y'all. Let's not... If we're rebooting <laughs> things that are only good sometimes... Well, how about we go 33 and a third? A, bring in some old school LP numbers here, but there was Animatrix. The anime Matrix crossover stuff. I'm giving that a third of a And slot. actually the video game I didn't too, didn't I believe? He fought 100 Agent Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. It's like poker with cats. Except for they were agents. I, I just, I think a lot of movies are remade that shouldn't be, and this is one of this them. This is definitely one, yeah. Now, if they end up doing it, and it's great, I, hey, fantastic. I just think there's probably other ones out there. I would go with the direction he made first. I think if you do it, you just do it in that same world, and you don't tell that story again. Because yeah. they established mm-hmm. with Animatrix, I think, and some of the games, that, you know, there's other people out there doing yeah. things also. So just yeah. why not? A spin-off story, yeah, absolutely. You have to maybe tell, you know, since there has been multiple matrixes, whatever the plural of that is. Maybe in one of those others that failed. Yeah, I mean, there's stories there to tell. I just, I would worry that they'd just be like, all right, we're, this is Neo Mm -hmm. again, and let me tell you the same exact story. And that's, don't do that. So, item number two, or maybe this is number three, since I had an unplanned number one in there. But anyway, Black Lightning, uh, the next CW um, from the Berlanti group, uh, superhero show, yes, it's a starring DC. Michael B. Jordan. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, not starring him, but another DC comic show coming to the CW. Uh, they're getting ready to start filming, I believe, just the pilot at this point. Um, they're looking for extras. They're about going to start shooting in the next week, week and a half. So, if you live in Atlanta, for all of our listeners in Atlanta, um, hundreds could be. Yes, could be. It'd be. It's it's a great spot for all these kind of filming. I mean, Marvel yes. does a lot of filming there, so they they'll have a good pool of extras. But anyway, go out to the Berlanti Group's website and contact them. Let them know you want to be an extra. I think you're paid like $88 a day or something like that. It's more than I get here. Hey, so. <laughs> what story do you tell with that? I, I, I'm not really familiar with the character. Does he have like arch nemesis? This is, this is not later in his life like Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Mm-hmm. But it's later in his life as in he hung up his costume. He was a superhero. He's retired. Excuse me. He's retired. He has had a couple of kids, so they're taking it from more of the current version of the comics, or the current version that was there before the New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. He has two kids. Uh, one or both have powers, and something happens that makes him have to come out of retirement oh. in dealing with the kids and bad guys and such. Okay. So that's kind of the time frame. So it'll be. Um, I could see if this was in the early 80s, mm-hmm. you could do this with Bill Cosby and have the Huxtables be the Black Lightning family. You know, that could be fun. I don't know. Today, you probably don't want Bill Cosby mm-hmm. doing that. That'd no. probably not be a good idea. <laughs> Martin Lawrence isn't doing anything right now. Yeah. Um, and my final one. Okay, the new story I didn't mention ahead of time to anyone, just to get reactions, unless you've already read it, because it was big news overnight. Okay. Ben Affleck. Did you hear the Ben Affleck news? No. All right. Um, he released a statement yesterday. This could tie into why he stepped out of the director's seat, possibly. Anyway, he has just finished um, rehab. He came out of rehab for alcohol addiction. He wanted to make sure the world knew so there were no rumors or anything else. Um, he is trying to um, mend things with his wife. They've called off the divorce. He's out of rehab. He's doing better. 
I figured he actually wouldn't would go into rehab after Batman v Superman because it was so bad. I would go into drinking too. Like, like I, I was debating drinking. I just started at home, and I was like, I'm gonna get trashed tonight. I don't want to be drawn into this conversation. <laughs> As much fun as it could be, this is one where I'm going to take the high road and say, because of how serious alcoholism can be, I'm going to I'm going to stay out of that one. And from from reports, he's been on and off with alcohol for years, and this is the latest off. And hopefully, he stays off of it. Well, now I feel bad for making fun of Ben Affleck. Yes, good, good. You should. <laughs> good. I'm over it actually right now. Okay. That, is, that is a. Interesting though, because with all the rumors swirling him wanting out of Batman and stuff, it kind of, for me, puts a little bit of that to bed, and it just seems like it was personal things, less right. him being worried about that character. So that's yeah. good, I guess. And with more pressure on you, if you are an alcoholic, the more pressure could lead to more drinking. So if he can step back and focus on just being the Batman, which I can't really do the voice, but that was probably better than that, Christian Bale. That was better than Christian Bale. I give you the credit for yeah. that. <laughs> I had no idea who you were right there. Hey, there we I'm go. I'm surprised. I if I'd had glasses, it would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. You did yeah. glasses. No, no. Nobody now, can see you put glasses on. Now I put glasses on? Nobody saw that. But I can do the voice. It's okay. So between the voice and the glasses, I'm Batman and Superman personified at the same time. It's like wow. A, you know, one of those old-timey radio shows. <laughs> we all had to stay in character. That's <laughs> it. Alright, so For this week That's the news Unless anybody else Has anything they want to bring up And nah, then that's not the news I, I feel kind of horrible now So I'm good okay. I made fun of Ben Affleck Again I, You know it's, You're the worst person I know I, I, Why would you do that? You sicken me Alright So All right. the topic of the week Topic of the week I had not For the record Last week's topic Was all me Yes I was the one who wanted All apes all the time Just you just me. And the B-Man humored me on that, and we did a podcast to the apes, and I appreciate that. That you so finally this week, posted like a week later. Yes, so this week, I stepped back and said, whatever y'all want to do. And so between the three of them, they came up with... Video games. We are we're geekdom here. We don't you know, cover all geek areas, and we haven't covered video games yet. All right. It makes me sad. It does Pong. make me sad. How Pong. many of you own a Pong? Pong. I own Pong. Video games, I right? Own, That's yes. video game. That's not video games anymore. Y'all had a different direction. A little different. Yeah. Oh, okay. What direction? Um, well, I mean, I guess just general discussion is a little broad. Yeah, it is. That's the problem. Is mm-hmm. where do we begin really? Like the new systems. There's a VR, for example, that you yeah. have. I'm spending a lot of time in VR. I don't even mm-hmm. know if this is real. So I mean, there's that. We are currently here right now. Okay, well, thank you for letting me know. You are welcome. I, I would cool. definitely, if I were the game programmers making VR games. I would definitely play with that. You know, I would break your sense of reality. My VR game would include things like you taking off VR headsets. <laughs> You're still in VR. Yes. Oh, the perfect one. Christopher Nolan needs to team up with one of the um, companies that does video game development, VR stuff. <laughs> one of the companies. Well, there's many. I, I, I don't no, care no, which one. Right, I don't right, care which right. one. That's, that's what I'm, I, I don't want to show favoritism towards, okay. say, Fair Electronic right. Arts, who has a partnership with UCF, and so go EA, you know. There, oh, okay. there. Yeah, I showed favoritism. Sense. See, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was, game. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but partner with one of them, whichever one is the most appropriate, and do an Inception VR game. That would lead right into mm-hmm. your idea. Yep. The whole, you don't know if you're in the game or not in the game. Eventually, everyone is insane. And you can't decide if the game's good or not, just like the movie. <laughs> yes. hey, it doesn't even matter if I kill these people. <laughs> Oh, no. Or maybe, or maybe you wow. put on the helmet. <laughs> that went dark pretty fast. 
But maybe you put on the helmet and you become Michael B. Jordan and you're mm-hmm. plugged into the Matrix. Maybe you Ooh, See how I tied back in the news into mm-hmm. this? Ooh, look at me being afraid. Suddenly I don't feel so bad though <laughs> thinking about killing people. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I just, I think video games, when you look at them, it's amazing where they've ended up uh, and just how spread out they've been over the past like 10 years or so the directions that different companies have gone you have Sony focusing on VR you have Nintendo they want you to take your games wherever you go and then you have Microsoft like not really doing anything but Xbox One yeah that's a thing it's, it's not not doing anything right. it's yeah, like the it's, best system it's out not there really no. direction. it's just you know more powerful hardware yeah that's what I'm saying it's, it's, they don't have a distinct voice they have their PlayStation 4 competitor but they don't have that one thing that makes them different like the VR or the take it with you so HoloLens is coming yeah and that will be a answer to their you know it's augmented reality instead of virtual right. reality which is interesting and I, I think that could be cool just this depends yeah. on wait I don't do. know what is this HoloLens HoloLens yeah it's a are you yeah. familiar with augmented reality at all no idea so it's basically a lens you put over your face and it takes into account what you actually see around you and you can see through it you, yeah you, you can see through it exactly. okay so if you're playing a game where aliens are invading you'd see this room because you're in this room and then you'd also see aliens you know flying around trying to attack you you'd shoot think Pokemon Go Pokemon exactly. Go was a handheld version of augmented reality. So back to Jimmy's thing about killing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, it's going to happen. It's, it's, it's about to happen now. I mean, it isn't a joke I have to roll it. It's, this is... Yeah. Um, wow. I will say the videos for HoloLens are very cool when they show things like Minecraft um, in VR and other, other games like that where the person wearing the helmet can see their whole Minecraft world on the table in front of them. And as you move around, just like with the VR helmet, you can look under the blocks, over the blocks, um, move the levels up and down, dig underneath. I mean, it's, it can be very, very cool. It can also be taken outside the video game realm. Yeah. And, okay, you're sitting around and, you know, do we want the furniture in this arrangement or that arrangement? Do we want this color on the walls, that color on the walls? You can start changing the reality around you with the helmet on and actually see what it'd look like. This is mind-boggling. And it's yeah. very cool. I mean, kind of cool. I mean, kind of like the stuff you see in Iron Man movies where yeah, he's, like, exactly. working on his armor and... The heads-up display type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and I think that'd be what actually drives that and VR into the future will not be the video game stuff. I mean, that'd be there, that'd make money or whatever, but virtual tourism and the stuff like you were talking about, like, people being able to put on a headset and be like, I'm going to Dubai now, like, that... That's awesome, and that's the type of stuff that gets people outside of the video game industry to buy into that stuff. And that's where the real money will come from. Just like with the Wii, we saw you know regular people that don't play games adapt it, 100 million units sold. Like if you could get that same attach rate because of you know your wife wants to go on a honeymoon that you won't take her on, but she can do it for 500 dollars and go by herself, she'll do it. And that could be VR or augmented. In exactly. fact, that'd probably be better VR. That'd yeah, probably, I mean, because you're just better. there then. You're, yeah. And I mean, if anybody's used VR at all, uh, it is, it's like a real mind-changing, like, man, this is awesome. It's it's crazy. I've used it once, and I, I did get a little um, intimidated at times, I should say. Yeah. I, I want to I clarify something. It's always good to ha- have definition of words so everybody knows, because people use different words in different ways. You said intimidated, right? Okay. I I, want to say for most people, we're going to say intimidated equals terrified out of his bloody mind. (laughs) I wasn't terrified. I've heard the stories. (laughs) It sounds like you were terrified. There was no... No, 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 no. I was... We were at John Paul's house, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to 
You know, he's expensive stuff all over the place. <laughs> oh, yes. so he's going to blame it on your house. Yeah, okay. yes. I didn't want to knock anything over. Mm-hmm. So I was very careful of where I, my, my footing. From what I hear, you're actually more concerned about stepping off of a building and dying. Oh, no, I was looking over the edge. You know, if you die building. in VR, it happens. <laughs> you in die world. in real life, too. I'm not convinced it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's interesting, and it has an adverse effect on people. I've I have a VR unit, PlayStation VR myself, and I've had people put on the headset and just immediately become sick to their stomach and can't play it at all. So I, that will be a hurdle that you have to get over. I mean, yeah. there are plenty of people out there that just terrified of everything like you, and I, I get it. I'm not That's terrified not of everything, me, but I get everything. it. I'm, I'm not a heights person. I've never really been a heights person. I don't think you'd had that problem if you'd tried the Star Wars game. There, there's no height issue there, even though you're in space and no ground. Which, speaking of crashing into meteors left and right, yes. that's what you did, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that was um, not good. That was the whole reverse joystick type thing. It was a joystick. He oh, did a joystick inverted. now. Yes. Yes. Inverted. Inverted. That would actually, that's a good place to take this, in my opinion. Like, what is everybody's background in gaming? Like, I've been playing games since I was a child. Um John yeah. Paul, was that like? Yeah, I, did I you think, just stop, or, or you still I, play I think, games? I think everybody here probably played since they were a child. But yeah, that, I played since Atari. That was a different era for me. I made the joke about Pong, but in the seventies, late seventies, as I'm seven, eight, nine years old, we had a Pong. That was our first video game, plugged into the TV with the little clips that you screwed in on the back of the TV and all. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. I, played it, I played it all. Um, I can't believe knob-based gaming has <laughs> gone away. <laughs> <laughs> and it stayed around for a long time, because even with the come back. Atari 2600, I mean, there was you still had Pong variations in it. And then even the knob-based for Breakout, um, you could use the knobs for Missile out. Command. Missile Command in the mm-hmm. arcades was, you know, the, the trackball. And I don't know if you've ever done anything in an arcade. An arcade, see, is where you go <laughs> no, into no, a no, building. No. I, I'm, I'm okay. aware of an arcade. Yeah. So for me, it was Pong to um, Atari 2600, which actually I had the Sears version that had the fake, fake wood grain paneling on the front. Oh, thank you. So it was not an actual Atari. It was the Sears Atari because they did their own branding on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was Commodore, uh, VIC-20, and Amiga. Oh, sorry, Amiga. Sorry, 64 and then Amiga. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 64 is probably what I gamed on a ton after the uh, 2600. And then the arcade. And the arcade was probably my last big foray into gaming. Okay. With little, little moments here and there. Yeah. But the arcade, um, the Pac-Man era, the Asteroids, Donkey Kong. I mean, I played Mario before Mario was cool. You know. Yeah, if you know, yeah, no, say no, it like I that. <laughs> Still, um, my favorite man, back in 1984, War Games. War games. Can't wait to video game. I remember it had like this little thing you put over the controller. Yeah. So you couldn't see the controller itself. You pushed these buttons. Like that's actually like a missile button. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying right now. They're they're fun. And then I will say the only thing I've done since then is the occasional computer game. And this does not count playing with my kids. I mean, if the kids are playing a game, say, Dad, play with us. I might play for a couple minutes to yeah. play with them, but I'm not paying attention to what I'm really doing. But I did play uh, Dark Forces too. Um, the Star Wars game, which was incredible, and all of its add-on chapters, first-person shooter, mm-hmm. fun game, um, and a couple of fantasy, uh, EverQuest, Ashron's Call, those types. But they ate up so much time, and once I had kids, and... It's like they demand your stuff, time. Yeah, huh? it's, it's, crazy. it's unfair, actually. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of wanted to do that more. So... Oh, look at you being off. You know, well, plus, we also got back into Dungeons & Dragons, I had done that a lot in high school, got away from it, moved back to Florida near the B-Man here and got back into D&D. And as I get back into that, 
I much rather play a game sitting around a table mm-hmm. with other people, kind of like we're doing here on the podcast. I have a lot more fun doing that than I do the video game part. Yeah, Nothing against video that. games. Video games are fantastic and incredible. It's just mm-hmm. my preference because there's a limited amount of time. So there's my sense. background. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you because I played them all the time, had my daughter, and all of a sudden it's kind of like I play them here and there if I can. It's just so hard these days to actually find time to do it. Huh? It doesn't seem fair, but it's like that with my nephew. <laughs> like you're not even mine. <laughs> you, know, you know, when I'll, I'll be playing like Heroes of the Storm, and he'll come in, and you know, he'll want to, you know, you'll want to push the buttons. <laughs> but you're terrible at this. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. You're only five. It actually happens. Us, we're playing them. So like Jimmy, what are you doing? <laughs> you run into like this tower and just get like I'm done. Not me. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and, and may, maybe he'll he'll become a prodigy from starting early or something. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I just I, I want to point out since every, so everybody's clear, they are talking about playing a MOBA, which makes them huge nerds. Don't well, do that. that. That's okay. I mean, it's a fun game. Do you want to define this for a our MOBA listeners? MOBA is a uh, multiplayer online battle arena. Uh, it's where you fight other people who are also nerds controlling a character. Okay. Have, um, have, have you ever made a MOBA, Brendan? <laughs> I, I created one? I, I have not, no. This is... <laughs> no. And I, I love the MMORPGs. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at me get those initials out there. I love the MMORPGs, but I don't like the... I never heard that phrase, actually, the MOBA. I know um, a guy who's working on one, though. <laughs> that's, that wouldn't be me. That would be ridiculous. If I hated them, man, I was I, making one. I will say, the only time I ever played in one was... In Jedi Knight uh, 2, during one of his expansions, they added on the ability to sit there and step outside the story game and, and go into battle mode. And that was fun. But it would be fun for a few minutes, and then I'd want to get back to the story because I enjoyed yeah. the story of the game. Okay. So so everybody at the table then. Right. Gamers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would wonder, though, like, personally, where do y'all think video games leads? And is there something video games would have to do that would make you say, I'm super interested in them again? And I don't really care that I don't play them now. I'm going to buy this new system. I'm going to play. This I think new it game. leads into drugs and alcohol, personally. <laughs> yes. I thought that was rock and roll. Oh, one of the two. I got oh, okay, maybe it's that. Um, I honestly think I will say I lied. I lied in accidentally. Is that the right word? <laughs> accidentally. Accidentally. Lied. Um, I left one off. I said that it kind of stopped after those things. Mm-hmm. Mobile gaming, games that you can carry around on your phone. I have had a couple of those, but they are more of the, um, you know, the Angry Birds, yeah. um, card games, um, any, any of those just one-on-one. You can play for two minutes. You can play for 20 minutes. You can play for 15 seconds. It doesn't matter. You can play for just, just a few moments if you're waiting, um, you know, for somebody to come to lunch and they're taking forever to get there because they're in meetings constantly. Let's just have it known that he pointed at you being there. Yes. But he, I'm actually referring to him. I'm, yes, he, between the two of us, I'm not wrapping meetings off. Yes, that, <laughs> that really was kind of an ironic. I'm the one who probably makes him sit around playing games like that. But he pays those, me to play him. It's all right. It's all good. I'm cool with that. But that, that type of game is probably one of the biggest growing segments. It has been for probably the last five, six, seven years with iPhone and all the rest out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's an interesting slither of gaming that becomes weirdly conflated, though, because when you think about the player base, like how many people have cell phones, everybody in this mm-hmm. room has one. Yeah. But the amount of money made from those people is only a third of what gets made in the video game industry at large. So it's like, 
not a lot in comparison. That's where they they're having their problems because you play your game yep. on there, and you might play yours. And we all expect we're going to download that game, and it's probably going to be free, right? And we're going to play for so right. long, and it's going to be free. Right. That's where their problem comes in. It's like people have become conditioned to thinking these mobile games should be free, and it makes it hard to make money there. That's why when you see like uh, Pokemon Go come out completely free, sells gangbusters, or not sells, but everybody downloads it, everybody's oh, yeah. playing it. Nintendo brings out Mario months later. They give you one level for free, and then they want you to buy the other ones, and the attach rate of people actually buying those other levels abysmal because people yeah. think they should have that stuff for free. And it's it's just a weird dichotomy where you think... I pick, I never pick up a, a game on a, a system and, like, this isn't free. I'm not going to play this crap. Like, yeah. I, I already right. expect I'm going to pay $60. So it's, it is a bigger experience as part of it and just the whole environment. Yeah. Outside of games, the whole environment was free. I will say... It, now that you mentioned that, it's kind of odd. Uh, Angry Birds. I've paid for some of the Angry Birds games. Mm-hmm. And several of them have stuff you can buy inside the game. Yeah. I will not spend a dime inside a game. I don't care if it's one level or ten levels or what I'm buying. Yeah. If the game was free to download, I expect to continue to play for free. It's However, if they came out with Angry Birds 2 or an Angry Birds Star Wars or, or a separate game mimicking the first, mm-hmm. I don't mind paying $0.99 cents or $1.99 for that mm-hmm. new version of the game. Yeah, you just want to you want to pay up front and have the game out of the game yes. yours. And and now it's yours. That's how I am. Yeah. I don't I don't want that nickel and dime along the way. It's all or nothing. So I don't mind every game out there could be 99 cents or higher. I, mm-hmm. I I don't have to have any of them free. Um But yeah, it creates like I already have this thing. What do yeah. you mean you want me to pay for it now? Like Now if it was time if it was time limited. Like if it wasn't something that gave you one level for free and you could play the one level as long as you wanted. If instead it was, you can play this for the next 24 hours for free, that at least lets you try the game. Then it's a demo. Demos are great. It is amazing how our brains fit those into different buckets. Yeah, even though it's essentially the same thing. You get to play for 24 hours or you get to play the first level. And really it's the same thing, but it just feels different to you. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, I cannot make myself pay extra money for something that is going to be gone like instantly. You know, like the little power-ups, the thing that lets you... You know, this blast through a level that was giving you trouble, or yeah. like I, I play World of Tanks, uh, for instance, and you know you you can fire the regular old ammunition, you know, which will frequently bounce off your enemy's tanks, or <laughs> you can pay real money. I mean, and the, the, you can buy you can pay like you know the credits that you earn by the huge amount yes. for each shell, but you know you you play in and there's people just you know. Firing the gold ammo at you. And it's destroying and, you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's just dollar signs coming yeah. at you. <laughs> it's like, okay, you, you you shot through my tank like butter, and now I'm going to load up in another tank and play another game, you know, and you just spent a bunch of money. And there are exceptions to your thing about, you know, like one-third of the revenue is coming from that, most mm-hmm. of the revenue comes from elsewhere. Yeah. There's still exceptions, just like in the console games. Yeah, of course. I mean, for every Halo, mm-hmm. how many hundreds of games come out that... Don't go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Well, in the mobile gaming, obviously there's at least one, and I can't remember its name, so advertising must not be doing a great job, because all I think of it as is the Arnold Schwarzenegger game. Yeah, Mobile Strike. Mobile Strike. Mobile Strike Strike. Strike. Mm -hmm. Strike is, how many different commercials have they had over the past two years on television, in prime time, huge commercials, paying Mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger for this? Yeah, and I think part of the problem with that is those games come and then they, they stay for a long time. When you have a release on consoles, it's like, 
this is your month that you're going to make money on that game, and then the, it's going to be the next game's month. Yeah. But like you were saying, how long have you been seeing Mobile Strike? Because that's the one that's on the front of the App Store, and it'll be there until yeah. that same company probably makes another game and puts it on the front of the App Store. What's the one that's... They, they, their spokesperson is the uh, swimsuit model. That it's um, Clash of Clans, I believe? Yeah, Clash of Clans. And that's uh, Kate Upton, right? I, I think she's... Uh, or something else, maybe... She's, she's a different one. See, here's the problem. <laughs> but you remember Kate Upton. That's not necessarily a problem. But, but the you remember game Kate Upton. Has I mean, not even like Warcraft two graphics. Yeah. You know, it looks awful. I mean, it's like dated by twenty years, just about. Yes, it's that low and co- lowest common denominator. Like mm-hmm. you get it in the hands of the most people, no matter what you have to do, and you mm-hmm. you spend as little amount of money as you can on it. And you get them to spend as much money as you can in in the mm-hmm. game app store type stuff, and like yeah, that drives me crazy. Because me personally, I'll spend way more money than I should on mm-hmm. a premium experience. Like I said, I got a PlayStation VR and went out and bought that five hundred bucks of you know five hundred dollars yeah. I shouldn't have spent, <laughs> and then I'm spending sixty dollars on games here and there. And like I wanna because I, I I appreciate because I want to be a game developer, you know, like as a end goal to my life. So, like, I like to support those developers, yeah. and I think that they have unique visions and stuff, and you just don't find anything unique, you feel like. You're approaching it from a different mindset. For me, I compare it to, like, comic books. People, a lot of people will follow artists, you know, Jim mm-hmm. Lee or anybody else. I've, yes, do I like the art? Sure. But I've never cared that much about the art. It's always the writer I followed. Mm-hmm. I want the good story. So... The ones that are lower level graphics, like you were talking about, Game of War actually was the name of the game. Yeah, I, I don't care if it's a lower quality graphics. Mm-hmm. If I'm enjoying the gameplay, whether it's a story based one or just you know like mm-hmm. an Angry Birds with no story, doesn't matter. As long as I'm enjoying the gameplay, mm-hmm. I don't care as much on the rest of the experience. I mean, I can still go back, and I know part of this is nostalgia, but part of it's because they were fun. I still like going back and playing Donkey Kong. I mean, the original mm-hmm. Donkey Kong in its original eight bit graphics is still fun um is there a limit to how long you can play it yes it's not something you're going to play you know 10 hours a day for you know six months i hope <laughs> but see yeah. i'm bad at nostalgia because i bought the classic and yes all these games i love back in the day castlevania double dragon final fantasy like i can't wait to go home and play these didn't hold up no none of them to me i played in five minutes this is boring tried a different game this is boring too only some hold up i mean there's only some Again, kind of like you said, for every Halo, there's a hundred other games. Yeah. For every one Donkey Kong, there's, you know, a hundred other games. I mean, not everybody can be Yar's Revenge. I mean, that is true. That is slipping true. a little bit of our Walking Dead stuff here. I mean, Yar's Revenge is an incredible game. I don't know if y'all ever played Yar's Revenge. <laughs> you don't watch Walking Dead either, then, I assume. I'm, well, I'm behind. I, oh, okay. I, I Netflix Walking Dead. Okay, well, yeah. Yar's Revenge is fun. Yar's Revenge was great. It's 8-bit, low-level, but for some reason, it was one of those games that just... Was it uh, even 8-bit? Epic graphics back yeah. for others? Okay. Yeah. I, I just, video games are a weird nostalgic thing for me. Like, I don't like nostalgia, and it bothers me <laughs> when people are like, greatest game of all time, Super Mario Bros. I'm like, no, that's just like, that's not a thing. And I get like, you can watch an old film and still get just as much enjoyment as you can a new film, but like, you, it doesn't make sense in my head. And I know like, it's just a me thing. But old games are old, and old is bad. Like, new is good. And, like, I always want that to be moving forward. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, actually. I, I wasn't originally, now I'm kind of with you. Because it's, it's, a, it's a whole 
you know, the whole set of entertainment is based around technology. Right. And it's not like film where, like, you can tell the same story that you told, you know, 100 years ago on film that you can tell today, just flashier or whatever. But, like, you, they literally couldn't even do things on the original Nintendo that they can do now. Like, even just as far as, like, sound goes. Like, you, the ambience of, like, music in a game isn't the same between then and now because the sound cards couldn't even do it. And it's just like, yeah. it blows my mind when you see these... uh greatest game of all time list and it's like all games from Super Nintendo and you know, old games like that and I'm like I, I don't of course, I a lot of times they're, a lot of times they're just looking at how much of a cultural impact do they have okay. I mean we so, look at it that way by definition Final Fantasy 15 is better than Final Fantasy 7 yeah also Final Fantasy 8 better than Final Fantasy 7 Okay, so Final Fantasy 15 is better than Final Fantasy 8 also. And I can't really and speak towards that. See, here's the thing. is It's all built up of multiple ingredients, right? What I'm saying is the quality of ingredients are better. That doesn't mean the dish itself is going to be better. Like, if you don't like pizza, it doesn't matter what ingredients I use if I'm making a pizza, no matter how high... You know, quality. You're so, not going to like the pizza. So if you don't, if you don't like first person shooters, doesn't matter yeah, how good first person. Doesn't matter if it's a VR first person shooter. You don't like first person shooters. Exactly. But if yeah. you're making a pizza with rancid, you know, pepperoni on it, it doesn't matter how good everything else is. It's still got rancid pepperoni on it. But I would take it a step further and say, if you are a person who likes first person shooters, yeah. and somebody makes one with old technology, but the story and the atmosphere in that story that draws you into it is so much better than one that has super high level of graphics mm-hmm. and super high quality sound and they've hired the best actors to do the voices you can still like that older one better sure I just think the problem you have there is you just said the story's better right the ambience of it is better all those things though the old one may have achieved it and it may actually be a better game is much easier to achieve now and I, I think that's what people lose sight of. Like, it's going to happen because, um, you know, ambience is created by what you're seeing, what you're hearing. And if your graphics card is better and if you do, your ability to make sound is better, you're going to make a more ambient game. In theory. Just, In don't, theory. just exactly. don't mention that to um, who's your favorite director you like to trash? Michael Bay. There you go. Michael <laughs> See, Bay. And th- exactly. There are times where that can go awry. And I think the Final Fantasy debate, like which you brought up, is a good example. But you have to look at those games for what they are. Final Fantasy VII is distinctly a different kind of game. Even though they're both uh, Japanese RPGs, they're not the same kind of game. You know, the one yeah. is the battle system's completely different, and again, the story is completely different. The graphics is different, but they're not the same kind of game. Yeah, if you look at Doom and you look at Call of Duty, they're both first-person shooters, but they are structured completely different. Yeah. So comparing them's not a apple. It's mm-hmm. apple to oranges, not you know apple to apple or whatever. However that saying goes. <laughs> so let me ask you this question, then, everybody here: If you guys are looking for a particular game, what are you looking for the most? Graphics, storyline, engagement, PvP. What like what is your top thing you're looking for? Media tie-ins, whatever. Exactly anything. Um, I mean, for me personally. Gameplay is king, so okay. first and foremost, like when I pick up a new game, if it doesn't feel good, I don't want to play it. But I think that actually the most important thing is story. Um, I'm I'm there as a mature gamer and like wanting more out of games than just like sit down and have fun. Like something like The Last of Us is probably my favorite game of all time because it tells a story in such an awesome way and the gameplay is good. I. I would agree with story. Uh, the thing I love most about games is is iconic moments. You know, the 
which I, I think of, of if you remember the Bowfinger movie mm-hmm. with the end of Chubby Rain where he goes up to the top of the <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, observatory and he beats the aliens and shouts, I got you suckers! That, 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 that moment of, you know, the triumph, the triumphant <laughs> moment uh, is what I love most in a game. You know, I, it's, I, 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 I want to get there and, you know, yeah. I, I like a good story, but I, I want it to have those moments in there where I just, you know, come away and, you know, have that feeling for a long time. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with gameplay. And if you can have those moments happen organically, like mm-hmm. with World of Tanks or a shooter or something, like, there's no feeling mm-hmm. better than that. See, I'm thinking towards my wife. She doesn't play many games, but the ones she plays, she loves. Like, any Bioware game comes out there, she'll play it. She loves Bioware because they tell this huge story, and you can actually make choices in the games as well, how the character gets developed. Mm-hmm. So she likes the development type of characters, and I'm kind of with her on that one. If you can make creation on character from scratch, the way the character looks, the way the character acts, the way the character reacts to the different players, I love those kind of type of games. I mean, if there's a Star Wars game, you could choose to go to the light side or the dark side. That's nice those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, nice little problem. Those yes. type of games. Mm-hmm. Those are games I really look for. But I have one question. Before we run out of time, I want mm-hmm. to ask. This is one I'll allow, allow y'all to make fun of me because I know you will. <laughs> Controllers. Controller choice. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely old school. A lot of it comes from, I mean, Atari 2600 and arcades. 99% of that was joystick. Even though we mentioned the paddles mm-hmm. earlier, almost everything was joystick. Right. And joysticks over time got better and better and better. I have not been able to make the transition to what is the current standard type of controller. It seems like since Nintendo, the one that you hold with two hands, Mm -hmm. and you've got multiple little bitty joysticks and buttons over the fingers and control pads, and (laughs) I can't figure them out. I I honestly cannot figure them out. And that's where I had to stop. Um, As long as I had a joystick, which you could do on the computer game with the Dark Forces 2 and all the rest... I could run forward, and when they added the twist in there, mm-hmm. while I'm running forward by pushing one direction, I could twist it to look to the side. It was a very fluid, natural thing. Um, but you missed generations, though, of games and consoles, correct? Yeah, I missed, I missed all of them. And see, I think that's the thing, because Nintendo, for example, had originally two, pe- two buttons. They went to four buttons. We're going to talk about controllers. Don't bring up Nintendo. I'm just saying, yeah. that's what those, the, those, <laughs> I mean, and, until they got the ergonomic controllers with the triggers and mm-hmm, whatnot, yeah. I mean, you, you would, if you had a good game with the Nintendo, you, your thumbs would bleed. <laughs> you know, that was not a, true. a you yeah. know, friendly gamepad. This is a product of growing up with those and evolving with them, because I remember the first time using a controller that had two joysticks, and like, being like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, wa- I'm looking straight up. I'm walking into walls and stuff. And we're going to see that again where you're going to have to adapt with, like, virtual reality yeah. and control. That, that'll be the next head. big change there is yeah, virtual reality. And, I mean, I've played some games that do are very hard to control, and there's some that they feel natural immediately. Okay. All right, we're getting down to the end here. So any last comments on games before we let it go? I know you want to say something. Go ahead. Oh, no, I don't have anything in particular I, to say. I, I, I will say a weakness for yeah. Tycoon games. I, I, I did not yes. Tycoon games. Yes. I love those. And, and I did think one other thing. You asked where they're going. I have a feeling a lot of them are going to start being used in so many other areas of our life. You mentioned, you know, whether it's the wife looking at the paint colors. But think about the um, number of places you go. Mix the arcade and the gyms. If you had the VR experience in the gym. So you're not just working out, but you're working out 
by you know throwing boulders at the aliens mm-hmm. instead of you know just lifting a lifting weight, a weight yeah. suddenly becomes more engaging. So I think there's probably more of that coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, so B-Man, what's our question for next time? Speaking of geek dumb stuff, what is your personal favorite anime? Favorite anime? Yes. All right, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I asked it. You, you like, okay, so that's next good. Next week, talking so about next time, anime. Next yeah. time, anime. <laughs> um, it'll probably just be the two of us next time, so mm-hmm. do either of y'all want to throw out a name of an anime while, while we're here? I mean, greatest action anime of all time, Dragon Ball Z. I I have a fondness, and this is more just personal memory stuff for around my one half. All right. So I'm not going to mention either one of those next week because I've not seen either one of them. (laughs) So here we go. So until next time, I'm John Paul. B-Man. James. Matt. We're out of here.